Welcome back everyone to the Too Many Hobbies podcast. I am your host Brian Althorpe. Today we have a pretty awesome episode for you guys, one that I've been pretty excited to record since I started the podcast. We're going to be talking about weightlifting today and specifically powerlifting, so stay tuned and we're going to get into the episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that intro music. Let's get into today's episode. So I wanted to take an episode to explain kind of where I started in weightlifting and how it has transpired into competitive powerlifting and what I've done along the way. This will be a little bit longer episode than the previous ones just because this is probably the one hobby that I have that I've been doing for... That's been close to 16 years now. Yeah, 16, 17 years. And uh, it's become something that I've pretty much made part of my lifestyle at this point. One of those things that you get home from work and it kind of feels weird when you don't work out. So I guess we can start from the first time that I worked out, I got talked into doing a football workout with a couple buddies when I was in junior high, or was it middle school, the end of middle school, so I was in sixth grade, and my buddy that I knew, his dad was the high school football coach, and so he had been working out with his uncle, and wanted a few people to come work out with him so he wasn't the only sixth grader working out with a bunch of high school and some junior high kids. So I decided that I was going to join him and I did my first workout which was it was just a circuit training workout but being somebody who had never worked out before in his life especially weight training um, it was pretty eye-opening for me only because I specifically remember that day we had done just standing lunges forward lunges and the next day I woke up and I I had to ask my mom why what was wrong with me there was my hamstrings were so sore I'd never felt anything like that before in my life it was the weirdest experience ever and now looking back on it it's obviously just soreness but from never being sore like that in your life to waking up the next day and thinking that something's wrong with your legs because you can't walk was such a weird experience for me and for some reason I kept going back after that but as I learned once you start doing it more often then you don't have that soreness, or it's not as bad. It's not as bad as that first time that you ever get sore to that degree. And uh, and we were doing, like, tricep press downs, stuff like that. I think, you know, curls, um, very basic things just to kind of work ourselves into it. And then 
further down the line, we started doing conditioning drills with the football team. And so I decided that my seventh grade year, I would play football because I was already doing workouts with the football team. But my, for like, since I was eight, I think I was playing golf. And after I got done playing football, I would, um, or for eighth grade, I wrestled instead of doing football. And then I did golf when I got into high school. This whole time I was still working out with the football team and the same people that I had been working out with before. But now I was playing golf and working out with the football team. And they always had asked me to play football. I was pretty, str- I got, I ended up getting pretty strong in high school. And it didn't make sense for me playing golf to be as strong as I was. But golf was just way less impact and way more fun. We just got to go play golf every day. It was great. And so I kept denying the football coach that wanted me to play. I think as like a defensive end or something like that. And uh, it would have been fun, but playing golf was much more fun. So I kind of had this reputation of being a golfer that also worked out with the football team, which you don't really hear all that often. And I think at the end of my high school career, I had benched 315, and I think I had like a 400-pound squat maybe like a 365 deadlift, I think was the most that I had done. And it never really occurred to me going into college that there was anything that you could do weightlifting wise as a like recreationally. And so when I ended up getting to college and I was working out at the rec center, I ended up meeting one of my very close friends now, but his name was Dwayne and he got me into powerlifting. So I started training with him doing uh, powerlifting workouts with him and then ended up doing my first powerlifting meet my freshman year of college and after that I was just hooked. There's really nothing like getting under a you know 500 pound bar and squatting or you know 350 bench. It's it's pretty awesome and for me I'm I'm not I'm fairly lean at I compete at 220 Um, I sit around 225 most of the year and uh, I don't use anything performance enhancing wise so as a natural athlete it's pretty hard to get your weights to like an extreme level but I've always been pretty happy with the weights that I have been able to lift. But aside from that, I had competed. All the competitions that I've done have been um, raw competitions, so no single ply or multi ply gear. And um, they call it the pure category, so if you've never used steroids, that's the category that I was entering in, and I've done fairly well in those those competitions. I have one state record 
for squat and I used to have a push pull um, state record but I'm sure that that's gotten beaten by now and the squat one that I have is for 565 which for me is extremely good just because my my legs are really long squats not really my my best lift and my back always gets tweaked like every year it seems like I have one bad day and it messes up my back for like a month and I've gone to the doctor they say it's just some nerve but I think it's something further than that regardless it's uh it's pretty annoying so as of lately I've just kind of been backing off but so back to the the competitions I did my first one when I was a freshman and I used to do them in the NASA Federation and that wasn't a bad um a bad federation to to train or to to compete in it's fairly close it was only like a two-hour drive to get to the competitions and those were the ones that my buddy Dwayne was doing and one of my training partners now Tyler he was in that too and that comes into play further down the line but those were nice easy competitions to go to and they're fairly competitive but everybody was super supportive so it was a nice balance of people that were there um, I ended up meeting one of the judges who ran a powerlifting gym in it was in Springfield Ohio and it was called the underground barbell club was what I would compete or the team I guess I would compete with when I would go down to these competitions and it was pretty cool to meet some different people and kind of feel like you were part of something in powerlifting. And that was the first experience that I had with that. And that was fun. And it was a cool uh, networking aspect of the sport. What was nice about it is that when I would go down, I at least had somebody as a contact within the federation that I knew. So it was easy to, you know, at and ask questions and things like that and figure out you know where the competitions were going to be held stuff like that um so that was super nice but once I got away from competing in NASA was about the time that I started training at a new gym which is the gym that I'm at now called the Animal House in Toledo Ohio and it's just a small little used to be an office building that we rent from a roofing company and we've kind of gotten full reign from the roofing company to pretty much do whatever we want with that building um, it's pretty run down so it wouldn't be much of a good place to lease for offices anyway so we've taken down the walls and it's not big it's probably 500 square feet if, if even that, it might be closer to 400. But it's a small area that we have a ton of very nice equipment in. And it's a really cool place to train. The people that we train with are just so strong. My buddy Tyler that I had mentioned before, which I'm sure will be on the show at some point. I mean, he can squat 1,100 pounds. Benches low 800 and... He's done 900 with a slingshot, 
or it's the Titan Ram and uh, deadlifts in the low eights as well. And he's sponsored by Anderson Powerlifting, which is really cool that we have that connection to them as well. But everybody in the gym is just super supportive and such awesome people to be around. And it's like it just gives you, gives you that gritty uh, feeling, like gritty old school gym feeling, which I really like. And as of late, I haven't been able to make it in that much, but for the last two or three competition, three competitions that I did was training there and that was the strongest that I've ever been and being around people like that just gets you so motivated to train harder to do competitions it's like a real team family vibe and there's not a lot of places that you can get that uh, camaraderie just because normally you're at a bigger gym and it just seems like I mean we have two or three squat racks we have one monolift two texas powerhouse racks that they use for competition with the bench that you can put in and out um we've got one power rack deadlift platform couple benches it's not a lot of equipment as far as like a gym goes but for a powerlifting gym we have a ton of equipment and there's so many different things that you can use to better yourself and to make yourself stronger um it's just it's top notch as far as i'm concerned and we have people that come and train um you know from around the country people that have moved away or people that have heard of the gym that are buddies of people that are members there and everybody's always impressed by it the atmosphere is just something that you're not going to get at a commercial gym this is a very like like i said gritty old school feel and it's an awesome place to train i've done i did a lot of different um like rotations i guess there where i would train for a while then kind of back off or I'd get hurt and I'd have to rehab myself and it's always so easy to transition yourself there because if you don't feel that you're up for it either somebody can push you to get you to that point or you can just back off and everybody understands they've all been there you show up and you're just not in the mindset to go heavy or do whatever but there's so many other options that you have there that you could just do a low impact workout and it's not going to ruin your your training at all. So since the covid has hit, I haven't been going to that gym as much. Um I'm going to get back there as everything kind of lightens up and normally in the winter time I kind of during hunting season I kind of take back off a little bit on heavy lifting just because getting up during hunting season and not you know super early and not sleeping in for months on and kind of takes a toll on you it seems that's where I end up getting hurt as I just you know I don't stay tight when I'm doing squats and deadlift and end up messing up my back so I try to stay 
healthy during hunting season just so I don't hinder myself doing that. And uh, I still work out and I still do fairly heavy workouts, but not to the extent where like I feel like I'm going to pass out or I'm going to throw up or something. Like I keep it pretty tamed during that time. And then once the beginning of the year comes around, I normally jump back into a uh, 12 or 16 week cycle workout where then I I was doing a lot of competitions in like April and May for a while and so that was a perfect time where I could start cutting at like the beginning of February be right in my weight class that I need to be in be used to my body weight as far as my workouts go if you drop weight too drastically then you kind of throw off your center of center of balance while you're doing any of your big lifts and it's hard to kind of bounce back from that right away and get used to it so if you ease into it then that helps with a lot of your um, issues in your training as far as your balance goes so I've made that mistake before I've dropped a lot of weight like over the summer and then done like a fall meet and It just hasn't ended well for me. So I've kind of cut back on doing fall time meets and doing more spring events. And that's been super nice. Um, I haven't done a meet in a year and a half. So hopefully this year I get back into it. Might just do a push-pull just to, you know, get get the joints loosened up, you know. And uh, (laughs) get myself back on track for something competitive like that I think the last couple the last meet that we held I didn't compete I just did photos and video and did like a a nice uh like highlight video for us to put on Facebook and Instagram and stuff to kind of promote the meets that we were gonna be doing and that was honestly for me that was just as fun being there with all the guys and just recording everything, taking taking photos, and um, that was just as fun for me. So I'm sure at some point I was going to do it for our national meet that we were going to have, that we were going to host for USPF powerlifting. Um, I do there. I'm part of the media team, and we'll be posting a lot of the stuff for as far as video and photos go. I'll be helping them with that, so that should be fun, and I started their YouTube channel, so if anybody that's listening to this is interested in USPF, um, that's a good place that you can go. There's only a couple videos up there right now, and they're ones that I've done, so hopefully we have some more coming for that, but I also hope that with Anderson Powerlifting, I can get it some videos and photos for them as well um specifically at the arnold this year i was supposed to do the arnold for anderson powerlifting this past year but it got canceled due to the covid so hopefully we can get back on that and uh this next year we can collaborate and make some pretty awesome videos and take some sweet photos so i keep getting back i keep getting off track with this so i need to try and try and get my 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 footing here but um 
yeah, so I, since the COVID started and I hadn't been training at the animal house, I decided to build a gym in my basement, which has been so convenient not going to a commercial gym. Like if I'm not going to train heavy, I was going to a snap fitness and that was fine, but I kind of always felt that rush. Like if I left work and I wanted to go work out right after work, that it had to be cut short so I could come home and let my dogs out. And being able to come home and just work out in my basement right after work and let the dogs out and not worry about rushing home or anything like that, I can just play music down there and just go. And even if I don't want to work out right after work, I, I can work out at any time. It doesn't matter what time of the day it is. I can go I can go right before I eat dinner. I can go right down right after I eat dinner. I can go down later at night if I really feel like it. But for the most part, I think I end up working out about like 6.30. After I've like done some stuff outside, hung out with the dogs, I pretty much feed the dogs, start working out then make dinner but that doesn't really matter for this (laughs) for this like it's not it doesn't really matter what I do but in the basement I have set up from my previous job my co-worker that was there with me we had set up a gym in our warehouse and I pretty much took all of the equipment from that that he didn't want and brought it here so I ended up starting with just a treadmill down there with some like really old steel plates like the the one inch um, bar and plates. So basically I just use it as a curl bar, um, nothing too crazy. And then I bought the f- I bought like a rubber or a foam floor for the basement. so it's like the three quarter inch. Um, tiles that I found on Amazon it was 122 square feet for like 70 bucks Amazon warehouse and I snatched that up real quick and put that down there and it's been really nice because even when the basement does get water in it they're closed cell foam tiles so they don't absorb water and I just run a couple fans down there or whatever. I mean, it's not perfect by any means, but it definitely works for what I need it to down there. And I have a Titan power rack down there with a Rogue 45-pound bar. I've got a, like a standard bar with 300-pound Olympic set. It's nothing great, but it gets the job done. And then I bought an extra set of 45s I have a couple sets of like training plates like 35s 25s and 10s and uh, I have two sets of power blocks some regular cast iron dumbbells and then I have a Bowflex well it's like the Marcy version but it's a I just call it the Bowflex two treadmills bunch of resistance bands um, the resistance bands with the handles, hanging, like leg ra- hanging leg raise straps that go on the, um, the power rack. I mean, like, I can do anything down there that I want to. 
Like I, I, I can deadlift down there. Um, I can do any of like the band exercises that I would mo- like usually do on cables at a commercial gym. And it's, it's such an awesome setup. We've called it the Mallard Club Fitness, and <laughs> that's been that's been pretty funny. Um, based on where I live, it's it's pretty funny. I, we've we've made T-shirts, and just as a joke, I've just pretty much started calling it Mallard Club Fitness. And I know one of these days somebody's gonna <laughs> gonna try to like come pay for a day pass or something, and uh, yeah, I'll get a good laugh out of that. But it's such an awesome space down there especially with it being in the basement it stays so cold down there and it stays like pretty decently warm when it's really cold out it's pretty much just stays about like 70 degrees all the time and it's it's perfect especially in like like this summer when it would be 100 degree days it'd be like 75 degrees down there so i'd still go down there and like sweat terribly but it wouldn't be that like overbearing heat that you would go to like if I went to the animal house and there's 100 degrees in there with everybody being as fat as they are in there it would be like 120 degrees and there's a little air window or like yeah window air conditioner installed in there it doesn't do a whole lot when you've got that many big people in there training that hard and I mean, even there was a day I went in that it was like 80 degrees, and I went in there, I thought I was going to die, and all I did was bench and do like some chest accessories, and (laughs) it was like so hot in there, and I'm just used to being in my basement where it's like a decent temperature all the time, and even if I put a fan on, it's like, alright, well, it's not that bad, but going anywhere else it seems like it's just unbearable plus I can wait like later in the day and it'll kind of cool off I can go down there and do whatever I want it's been nice just being able to train when I want and like especially not having to drive somewhere like everywhere that I would have to go if I went to snap fitness it was like 15 minutes to get there going to the ammo house 20 minutes and if I don't have to drive anywhere it's always nice I don't I drive far enough to work as it is so it's nice when I can go somewhere and work out and it's in my basement and it's super close and I don't have to drive like I just don't want to drive and being like the convenience of being here and I can just let dogs out and They'll come down in the basement with me, which is always fun, but it's like the perfect balance of being able to work out at home and do most of my workouts during the week in the basement, and if I really want to go heavier, I want to work on something, I can go to the animal house one or two days during the week, see those guys mess around, and yeah, it's a pretty nice setup as far as weightlifting and working out goes like I don't I can also like run here and I get to I can run in the marsh behind my house which is always a nice way to break it up like when you're looking for ducks you don't really realize that you've ran two miles into the marsh 
and uh, if I wanted to take the dogs back there I can like I just have so many opportunities and it's it makes life a little bit easier and as far as like the the idea of this podcast like having as many hobbies as I do and being like wanting to be able to do like fit them into my lifestyle having a home gym for me is perfect because I don't sacrifice my workouts it's super convenient like it just if I can fit it in where I need to and still be able to do it because I really enjoy working out and I enjoy like that that serotonin release that you get when you're working out same way that like runners do that's what I get from weight training and I don't have to sacrifice that and at this point I save money that I can put back into the basement like if I like I want to add a leg press well I'm not paying $50 a month for both me and my wife to go to a commercial gym and like as long as you get yourself in the mindset of like I have to go in the basement and I have to knock out this workout you can do it in a shorter amount of time nobody's watching you which I don't really care but I also don't have to wait for people on machines they're my machines I can go down there and I can just plow through a super intense workout for 30 minutes it's the same thing that I would normally get, you know, if I had to wait for people and the commute, driving there and driving back. It's an hour, hour and 15 minutes normally for me if I was doing that commercially. But when I'm at home, it's a half hour. It's really easy to fit in. And I know that further down the line when, like if I have kids and most people have to cut that out of their life, like, oh, I don't have time to work out. If I want to, I can get up before work and work out. Even at work, we have a gym that's closed right now for the coronavirus stuff. But, like, I can do that during lunch if I want. And I don't have to sacrifice my workouts, which is, like, I think for me, it just feels weird if I don't work out. Like, when I know I should be working out and I'm like, ah, I'm too lazy not going to do it. It's pretty easy to get yourself out of that mindset when all you have to do is walk down a flight of stairs and work out. And I know that by the time that like I get to the point where I'm I normally wouldn't be able to do my workouts and stuff if I had to go to a gym, now I'm saving that money and I can build a deadlift platform in the basement. I can buy that leg press. I can expand it in my basement because I have the room. And if I decide that I want to add on the house or build a new house where I'm at, I can take that gear with me and I can kind of design this space that I want to put it in around all of the gear that I already have. Like that's a really nice feeling knowing that I have the investment in all of this gear and if I spend the $500 or whatever that I would normally be spending on a commercial gym membership and I put that into the basement, I'll have some pretty nice equipment down there and it'll kind of 
give me that push like oh I just bought this really cool thing like maybe it's a GHR you know like something that I like to use and I can buy more weights and stuff and then it'll be similar to my experiences at the animal house if I have enough weight and all that stuff but I can do it from home and I'm not sacrificing anything so well with that being said I should probably wrap this up we're over a half hour so I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode um, it's a little bit longer than the ones that I'd done previously but I had to kind of combine a whole timeline of when I started working out and what it's kind of transpired into in the last what was that 15 16 years yeah something like that and uh yeah this was a fun one to do it's pretty easy to just ramble on about weightlifting and hopefully I can get a couple of my buddies and some other people from companies that we work with or that we are uh you know buddies with i guess and uh see if we can get somebody to come on talk about their business or anything weightlifting related maybe they've got some cool stories about other hobbies that they have so appreciate you guys tuning in make sure that you give me a review on if you're on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, well, I've been trying to put this out as many places as possible to get some traction. So uh, follow me on Brian Althorpe Media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and I am still working on the social media for the podcast. I'm waiting until I get a new thumbnail made something that I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do as well as somebody else. So to Fiverr we went, getting a new thumbnail, and once I get that, then I'll kind of use that to make these probably Instagram, Facebook group, and eventually I'll have a YouTube channel where I post the episodes. And I'm sure at some point I'll start recording these, but... The space that I'm recording these in right now is definitely not video ready. So, appreciate you guys tuning in. We will catch you on the next episode. Thank you.